caution. Your paradigm is about to shift at the intersection of fact and reason. You're entering Kingston Country. I'm Dan Kingston, and you're listening to the Dan Kingston Podcast. Drinking coffee in church parking lot. I heard some noise. I mean, actually, helicopter noise. It was very low flying, and it was a foggy day. You can't tell what kind of helicopter was that, what color. But I see it was very low and struggling the engine. You can't see, I mean, tell. It was not really running right there, you know what I mean? Right. And Lockheed Martin is opening a probe into the crash of the Sikorsky S-76B helicopter that killed Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and everybody else on board when it crashed in Calabasas, California. Now, is it just me, or do you also get conspiratorial? Whenever a celebrity dies in a helicopter or private plane crash, maybe you caught my episode a few podcasts back where I talked about that suspicion I have whenever a private plane or a helicopter goes down, look at who's on board because you got to follow the money and you have to realize a very rich and very powerful people have a lot of uh, folks gunning for them, right? As soon as you're worth more someone dead than alive, I don't think it's irresponsible to ask that question. Who might it be? who would gain, who would profit, who would you know, get rich off of the death of Kobe Bryant. Okay, you're saying, where are the facts? Well, this is the intersection of fact and reason. So I've given you some reasoning on why rich and powerful people might be a little bit concerned when they go into a private plane or helicopter, given the history of helicopter crashes and private plane crashes. Okay, Kurt Dietz, is Kobe Bryant's former pilot he, for years in the same exact uh, uh, Sikorsky S-76B helicopter. And he was quoted, the likelihood of a catastrophic twin engine failure on that aircraft, it just doesn't happen. Okay, this was a twin engine helicopter. If you've ever seen the movie Black Hawk Down, okay, it was based on the, it's a Black Hawk, basically. It's a civilian model Black Hawk helicopter. And these things go down, you know, in the case of Black Hawk down, you know, when it gets shot, when it crashes into something, pilot error. But what doesn't happen with these, these aircrafts, they don't just fall out of the sky. It's not a Boeing plane, right? And the fact that it has a twin engine on there, and the former pilot saying, look, it just doesn't happen, is leading a lot of people to look at the fog. It was very foggy. The helicopter, they got special permission to fly in such foggy weather. But it's important to understand the helicopter was being flown by a very experienced pilot, an instrument-rated pilot, Ara Zobayan. And what that means is he was qualified to fly in very thick fog, he was qualified to fly using instruments only. Now, Calabasas, California is kind of halfway in between L.A. and Santa Barbara, a little bit closer to the Los Angeles side, Thousand Oaks area. It's, yes, there, it's mountainous, hilly, rolling hills, kind of mountainous uh, terrain, but it's not really rough terrain. I mean, it's not like there's huge trees and 
a, a lot of stuff you could crash into. The rolling hills now, was it very foggy and the pilot crashed? The problem is, is that you hear from the eyewitness who says it sounds like the engines were sputtering, like it was having engine trouble. That suggests that it didn't collide and hit something. Well, maybe it did, but that before that, it was having uh, having engine trouble. And again, the former Kobe Bryant's former pilot says it just doesn't happen. Catastrophic twin engine failure just doesn't happen on that aircraft. It's a it's a twelve seat helicopter. There were nine people on board, so unless somebody was like a huge fatty, it wouldn't have been overloaded. So again, I ask the question, was Kobe Bryant worth more dead than alive? And again, I remind you that asking questions is not irresponsible. Pretending to know the answers are. And I'm not, I'm not pretending, I know. I'm asking questions that other people aren't going to ask for whatever reason, because they're afraid they're going to get sued or what have you. When you're, when you're someone like Kobe Bryant, you have a lot of connections, a lot of wealth in a lot of different areas. Every body part is probably insured on Kobe Bryant. And when insurance companies, uh, they make money off of when somebody, I mean, the insurance company doesn't make money when somebody dies, but there are lots of people that make money off the insurance when someone dies. And that's why a lot of companies will put insurance on their employees, believe it or not, without the employee even knowing. If you're listening out there, it's very possible if you're a essential part of your firm or company or corporation that they in fact have life insurance taken out on you in case you die, which is kind of crazy because then it's in their interest not to treat you very well and to work you to death because then they'll get the big insurance payout. Right? So there's a lot of things that come up from this and it is a conspiracy theory, but that's okay. It's okay to ask, conspiratorial questions, right? What do you think? Am I completely out of line here? Or do you think it's fair to say, follow the money? Follow the money. And when you have a witness saying it sounded like an engine failure, and you have a plane, uh, an aircraft rather, with an, a sterling safety record, right? Lockheed Martin is opening up a probe because they're aircrafts just don't fall out of the sky. They want to figure it out. Presumably they want to blame it on pilot error so they can wash their hands clean and say, Hey, it wasn't mechanical. Was the pilot flying too fast? Did he crash into a hill? Then why was the engine sputtering? Why are witnesses saying they heard engine sputtering noises? Okay. These are questions. Does anybody have information about who Kobe Bryant was connected to? Okay, yes, he was connected to the Clinton Initiative. That's true. He was also connected to shady insurance companies. He was connected to a lot. Uh, uh, interestingly enough, Michael Baden, who was a pathologist, that recently was on 60 Minutes talking about Epstein. You know, Epstein's brother hired this pathologist and he was talking about how the neck injuries don't look like suicide. It looked more like strangulation. Well, that pathologist, coincidentally, was the one of the main reasons uh, in the prosecution having to drop their case because Michael Baden 
was hired by the prosecution against Kobe Bryant. Remember that rape case? Allegation of, of rape against Kobe Bryant? Michael Baden, the same guy hired by Epstein's brother, is the guy who got that case dropped for Kobe Bryant. He was supposed to be a pathologist for the prosecution, but at the end, he wasn't helpful and the prosecution didn't use him and the case fell apart. Look, what are the connections there, if any? I don't know. It's a small world. It's kind of interesting. Michael Baden, this pathologist who's just hired by different people. But look, I'm not here to smear Kobe Bryant. That's not what I'm talking about. He was beloved, right? The question is just trying to figure out where is he entangled in this web of of killers and murderers and rapists and pedophiles? And where does he fit in? Where does Michael Baden fit in? Okay, where does this insurance company fit in? Or is it just a simple matter of a very experienced pilot who was rated uh, instrument only, who had every uh, ability and experience to fly in that kind of weather, who trained other pilots? Was it, was it just a pilot error? Was it just a case of a pilot making a mistake? Well, of course, that's what they expect us to think. That's what they expect us to just not even ask anything and go along with it. Well, that's not what I'm here for. That doesn't help anybody. And if I'm just repeating what everybody else is saying, what good does it do you? This is Kingston Country. Okay, look, New Jersey has banned Clearview AI, that real-time facial recognition software that I've been hammering about. And this is a great step. Uh, uh, Bravo to New Jersey. Screw you to Clearview AI, screw you to Peter Thiel, and screw you to the rest of the bums getting rich off stripping Americans of their civil liberties. I'm, I'm, I don't want to live in a world where you're walking down the street and in real time you're identified by a private citizen and they know everything about you because they hack the police, the police software. You know the police departments, oh yeah, they are so protected. From hacks. Bullshit. This, te- this technology is going to get in the hands of everybody. It's already happening in London. The London police right now are using facial recognition technology that can identify an individual on a police watch list in real time. Every camera in London now is monitoring you in real time if you're in London. And it's going to track you. It's going to see if you're on a watch list. What could go wrong? Well, false positives, false identifications, you get matched and that's going to kind of ruin your life, won't it? All of a sudden you get stormed by a bunch of police. I mean, come on. Have they seen a minority report over there? Or is this just an American thing? No, they watch American movies. So if you're over there in London, you've seen minority reports. So you know exactly what can go wrong. It's only a matter of time before private individuals hijack this technology Right, The Clearview AI code has augmented reality built in. So when the Google Glasses or Apple Glasses come out, you, anyone will just be able to look at you in a pair of sunglasses and all this identifiable information is going to pop up. First, the police are going to have it. You know, I trust the police. Oh, yeah, I trust them. I trust. Look, if you're a police officer, I trust you because you're listening to the Dan Kingston podcast. You care about American liberty. You care about American values. You're one of the good guys. 
But let's be honest. You're telling me everybody in your police uh, force squad over there has the same feelings that you do? Or are there some bad apples that you go to work with every day? I mean, look, they're not all angels over there. I don't care. Whatever industry you're a part of, there's some bad apples. And it's up to us to set them straight. It's up to us to self-police our own communities. Clearview AI is not the way to do it dystopian facial recognition software is not the way to do it. And making billions off destroying our liberties is not the way to do it. Peter Thiel. Kingston country. You've been listening to the Dan Kingston podcast. Dan Kingston here. Are you fed up with the mainstream media? Do you want to support citizen journalism? The Dan Kingston Podcast is dedicated to asking questions and exploring topics the mainstream media won't touch. If you enjoy this content, would you help me give you even more for less than $1 a month? Yeah, less than $1 a month. You can help me do just that. And it's as easy as using Apple Pay or any credit card. And by the way, I'll be thanking sponsor names, your name, at the beginning of each podcast episode. So would you consider signing up for less than $1 a month? Find the link to become a sponsor in the description of this podcast episode or visit anchor.fm slash Dan Kingston. Thank you in advance for supporting citizen journalism and helping me provide you with even more content. I really appreciate it.